Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are sharing stories from the Agricultural Consultancy in East Africa, uh, work of, of volunteers with LCMS International Mission, short-term missionaries, and fascinating stories. Yeah, Love sharing this. Joining so us. Good. What's that? They're so good. I, <laughs> so good. Joining us by phone, Delano and Linda Myers, volunteers, uh, short-term missionaries with LCMS International Mission, serving in the with the Agricultural Consultancy. Linda, thank you so much for joining us today. Good to be with you. And Delano, thank you so much for being our guest. You're most welcome. Tell us, um, and you you two can can uh, figure out who gets to answer <laughs> this question out of the two of you. Uh, how? Tell us about your interest and experience in agricultural consultancy, uh, and then then we'll get into how this became uh, part of your lives, how you became short term missionaries on this. But uh, what's your background with agricultural consultancy? <clears throat> Linda and I farmed in Minnesota for 22 years. Uh, when our children were going off to university, then uh, we volunteered, or we put in a re- an application at LCMS, and they offered us a position in northern Ghana. That was in 1994. And that was a full-time position, not, not volunteer, but full-time. So we worked full-time then for those 16 years until 2010 when we retired. And then we, after that, offered to go as volunteers. And during the full time, we also served um, Sierra Leone, Liberia, and Guinea as agricultural missionaries. Wow, that is a that is a long uh, legacy of of working in in agriculture uh, with with a different culture. What was that like? I just I, I need to know what was it like going from Minnesota um, to Ghana? It was a steep learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I used to feed cattle through the winter here mm-hmm. and do feral pigs. So I remember that first fall in November in northern Ghana, the locals were all freezing, and I went out in my shorts to check the low. I think the lowest temperature was 50 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> and and plus, in the, you know, lurking, learning, working with the culture and getting to know people and watching how they relate with each other and do their work daily, um, it was really a lot to learn. And then being a Minnesota farmer, we have these deep, good, rich soils, and then getting into tropical agriculture where it's uh, really, um, well, more weathered, uh, high temperatures, a higher cal- uh, higher acidity. Mm-hmm. There was just a lots and lots of things to learn. But we connected with a lot of good people along the way, too, to help us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and there's there's a lot of things. Um, if, if, if I'm not a farmer, so there's things that I don't I don't think about, um, like like soil acidity. I I never would have even thought about that. Um, in in your time, the the long time that that you had serving um, in Africa, what were some of the things that you were able to learn and and grow and, and kind of apply as you moved along to really um, to to help this really expand? Well. Um to learn what motivates people there and learn some of the things and fears that they have in their culture. Uh, you know, they've come out of an animist society where they they were worried. They, they believe there's a creator God, but they do not know that that creator God sent Jesus Christ. And they kind of, they so they spend their lives in fear of that creator God dying. And that, that, so that uh, uh, when the fear of the creator God lest they die. Mm-hmm. And they will um, 
be doing different things to satisfy that God. And if they want to get something done, they go to witch doctors and juju stuff like that. And they also have um, fear of angry ancestors because they believe when they die, the ancestors are still watching them and can still jinx them or cause evil to happen to them if they displease the ancestors. So then when you're bringing in new ideas, mm-hmm. part of that filter that they have is, well, has this been done before? If I try it, what will happen? Mm-hmm. So therefore, we always bring in Jesus Christ and the confidence we have in him. We don't fear the, any other spirits, and we do not fear angry ancestors. Wow. Where were you given opportunities to, um, I guess, who were the partners that you had the opportunity to serve with, um, whether it was in your long-term mission work or serving as volunteers in short-term mission? Um, well, we've uh, always served with Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. as uh, We've been members of that church our whole life, um, and our supporters in the states have been congregations and individuals of LCMS. And then in Africa, we uh, served together with, in Ghana, it was the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Ghana, um, and working closely with their leaders and uh, being hosted by their congregations when we would do our teaching. And then when we were uh, agricultural missionaries living in Sierra Leone, we also served Liberia and Guinea, and each one of those countries has had uh, LCMS missionaries in the past, and there is a Lutheran church in each of those. So um, we were, we're always working with the church in the country that we were living in. Then we retired in 2010, and we knew at that time already that the East Africa director of, of LCMS was inviting us to come as short-term missionaries in the future. So since, t- uh, I think, and we started in 2011 with the first volunteer trip, which maybe was about six weeks, and in in the Minnesota winter we left mm-hmm. <laughs> and enjoyed the <laughs> nice climates in East Africa and getting to, it was very interesting to get to know that side of the continent too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we worked uh, together with under the the director there and with the Lutheran Church in the countries of Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, and more recently Malawi. Mm-hmm. And each one of those uh, we are hosted by the Lutheran Church. They provide an interpreter for us and uh, guide us around and introduce us and make they're very hospitable africa's very friendly for um americans and especially when we're fellow lutherans working with the lutheran church there share a story with us about um why this is such important work to be done on the mission field uh when we look at they've gotten to know african families Without Jesus Christ, a, a family is really a different structure than when we think of a nice core Christian where family where Jesus Christ is at the center of that family and both husband and wife and children come together to serve our Lord. If Imagine an animist, one who believes in spirits, is doing juju and voodoo, which I put over on Satan's side of the economy, and I say, and they then, if they're 
getting a good crop, for example, often the wealth goes into the husband's pocket, and often he will drink it up or spend it in other worse ways. So uh, helping people move up is a, in life and, and having been in a relationship with each other is kind of paramount because Christ is at the center. And when that happens, uh, better things start to happen. Mm-hmm. What is the what what impact did you see um, from maybe first working with a with a community or a congregation um, to to after you started teaching them um, and sharing the gospel with them? Well, Linda and I learned some different teaching techniques from others that have been there before, using lots of pictures and things like that. Mm. So we went as learners, and I think that's always the key in all of these mission endeavors. Do not go like you're some hot dog out of the USA with all the answers. Go as someone who's willing to learn about the people there. Love them because Jesus loved them. Mm-hmm. And then as you're listening and learning, then start bringing them to understand about Christ. And so when we're teaching those different things, then um, people that start to have, handle these things better. I've had different folks say, well, as Linda and I would teach together, because I would teach, treat my wife with a lot of respect, they would notice that. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys have said, my wife said, did you notice how the white people talk to each other? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that kind of thing, giving credibility to a wife and giving credibility to our wives in, in other places and working together as a team under the relationship of the Christian marital relationships is really a, one of the first things you do. And then after that happens, then I've had people say, well, my wife started trusting me. I paid her back when she loaned me money. I, my wife and I are getting along better uh, when we teach, we also teach about Ephesians 5, husbands love your wife like Christ loved the church. The other things of, about you know following Jesus Christ only, putting your confidence and trust in him. And we, we help support the church and help the church leaders to get that message across. And in regard to agricultural subjects, um, we try to um, encourage people to try new things on their farms. Yeah. They have problems with running out of their staple food, which is corn, or they call it maize. Mm -hmm. And that's almost everywhere says they say that. Um, And so we help, we're kind of a facilitator to draw some solutions from them uh, so they can be thinking of, well, how could I get a better crop? Or, you know, how can I, what can I do to help? the soil become more fertile, and usually it involves um, mixing the crop residue into the soil and, and not burning any of that um, in their methods of farming, which that was very prevalent. In East Africa, it's not quite as bad as it was in West Africa, that you always see the fields burning when they were try- getting ready for their planting season, so to... You know, people that have tried those things, and we ask them when we go back, they say that they did get a better crop because they didn't burn their farm, or they got a better crop because they used some animal manure, Mm -hmm. or they um, were able to sell their products at a better time when they actually waited till the price went up, because it's very common just um, at harvest, sell a lot then. Of course, mm-hmm. the price is the lowest then. Mm-hmm. So Delano teaches quite a bit about um, 
being wise in your marketing. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you've learned a lot along the way while teaching and, and uh, serving as volunteers as well. Thank you so much for sharing these great stories, and thank you for your work with the Agricultural Consultancy in East Africa, Delano and Linda Myers. Thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. You're most welcome. It's been our pleasure. Yep. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.